Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a quick warning. This week's episode will discuss the topic of suicide. If this is something that may trigger you or something you're going through or you're struggling, please feel comfortable to seek help. In Australia, you can always call Lifeline on 13 11 14 but I recommend many of the other online services as well. Nightmare bosses delight in breaking us down, destroying us and terrifying us. But while it may feel like they want to scare us into leaving, it can often be so much worse. A true nightmare dreams of a situation where they can trap you into staying and making you feel like there's no option other than remaining under their control and emotional torture. Unfortunately, that's what happened to Dr. Eamon six years ago. My name's Sam Blacker, and you're listening to I Work With A Nightmare. I was being selected in a, into a public university. The education system in Pakistan is that if you get to be the topmost doctor, then you have to be selected into the public university like elsewhere in the world. But once you get into public university, you have to complete your whole program from that university. So I was selected in one of the best public universities and I completed my four years of med, uh, dental school from there. But things changed when she reached her last year of dental school. So in the last year of dental school, you have to complete your house jobship or you can say uh, is a residentship in order to get your certification to work as a dentist. We had a different coordinator came in and all of a sudden that coordinator became head of the department. This new department head began to question things, often unnecessarily. So because I was one of the students that was excelling, that uh, in I started working with some international organization, I was being offered part in those international organization. And suddenly I felt that he started, he started to have this thing that why of all the students, only you are the one that is going on these programs. But um, I started to feel that there was a distance that started happening between us at that point. Eamon was young, and this professor was in his 60s, but whether it was from a feeling of jealousy or something else altogether, he began to make her life difficult. So he started making my hours long, criticizing my work, seeing me somewhere else in some other department. He started pinpointing me out, and especially uh, things started to pile up 
when he suddenly started to call my attendance register of all the people that have been working there and looking at it personally. So I started to feel uh, to get threatened about the situation. I talked with my colleagues and they certainly felt that there was some hard going resistance going in between the head of the department and between me. Conveniently for Eamon though, a change saved her. But by that time, I got an offer from another institution that was really amazing. It was in the same city, it, the pay was really good, it was much better program, which were accepting much lesser people. So I thought this could be the opportunity I should be getting myself into. But there was an issue she was completely unaware of. What I did not know that because these two institutions in my city are the top uh, institutions, so they do have a certain heat between their graduate and their certain thing. Despite this, Eamon transferred and found her new environment quite lovely. It was amazing. Um, the people were amazing, the police were amazing, everything was going on pretty much well. I uh, did my six months of residency there, but due to certain events, I had to leave um, that hospital. I signed off on a very good note and I got an international opportunity that I had to went back to. While she was taking opportunities and working hard, there was something going on in the background that she was completely oblivious to. What I did not know that my previous employer was stalking on me. He was keeping, um, you know, kind of um, updates and everything I was doing while then. And um, I never thought even about it because who, who think about that your previous boss might be stalking you or might be, uh, you know, keeping a, a hand on you that what you are doing in life. You never think about these things. So, unaware of this, Eamon made a decision she would come to regret. So after one year of my job, and I didn't, um, I thought that maybe I should, it's the time that I should be getting back to my country and I should be applying to different jobs. And I was offered a position in the same institute I was in with the previous boss. And then the nightmare started and where I thought, okay, this is too much for me now. She was not in the department of her formerly toxic manager, but they still quickly came into contact. So what happened, I, my letter got accepted and I went to office, so my boss was off, he was on leave. He, uh, he did not know that I was being accepted till. I started working in the department. So at this time I chose another department other than him. And the nightmare started after one month. So after one month, he came back from the leave and he was doing a rounds. So he came across into the same department I was working. And then he saw me and he was like, what are you doing here? At that point, his move shifted. Like he was like, so you actually came back from that institute, you left our institute for then another institute for our rivals, and then you came back here. Why so? Why didn't you go back to them? The manager immediately let loose. He was then furious. He he actually started, uh, you know, talking bad about me in front of me to the head of my department. He's like, you know, she ha she was just now she left our institute. The patients were right there, all the junior doctors were right there, my colleagues were right there, and he was like kind of shouting. So I didn't want to get into that. Eamon tried to keep things civil, but her older and supposedly more mature manager 
began a vindictive campaign against her. He started coming into the department more often, it, although it wasn't his department. His department is totally different, it was on different floor, it was different work. So he started coming more often, he started calling my reports, what I'm doing, how many patients I've been doing. If he would come and sometimes if I would have done a patient and might be sitting there, he would like, why are you sitting there? Why aren't you taking patients? And he was detailed in his attacks, making sure to capture every bit of information he could use against her. So he would keep, um, you know, a diary or differently that how much patient I should be doing, what when I should be sitting, when I shouldn't be, what kind of material I'm using. Uh, my mother wasn't doing well, so I do have to take some off. And it, it was impossible for me. He wouldn't take me let off, that why you are taking off, and it's not possible, like why you think that you are above all these people working here. It was overwhelming and left Eamon feeling quite vulnerable, but she decided to stay. For the same reason, so many of us have chosen to do so. Reputation. Would be for one year, and then I will leave my job. Because I didn't want to skip my job so frequently, right? Because it does not look good for my profession. And uh, my head of the department, the department I was working in, it was very good. The people were really helpful. My head of the department was really nice. He, he wouldn't tell anything. But of course, he was the head of the institution. So my head of the department had no power in front of what he was doing to me. So she tried to stay. While her toxic manager's actions became so blatant, her colleagues began to comment on it. So in, in first instance, my colleagues would make fun, like, okay, I don't know why he's jealous of you. Is this some kind of tension? Do he see you as your potential, you know, that you might be occupying his seat someday? It was just a funny banter between us friends or colleagues. But while they joked, it was having a detrimental effect on Eamon. After some time, I started realizing it's not something that is now being done in a funny banter way or I cannot take it in a funny banter way. It has become toxic. And that workplace started to become so toxic for me that I started developing anxiety. Every day, thinking about going back to work gave me so much anxiety and I, I did not know how to control myself. In fact, things became so bad it began to affect her work. I was always shaking and my hands were always, you know, shaking, thinking that he might be coming into the department at any time and he wouldn't see that if he might be insulting me in front of my colleagues or my, the patients that I've been working with. So it was always on my mind that one day one of the seniors came and he asked me to do some very small basic dental procedure and I lost at that point. I did not know how to do that procedure because I was shaken. Finally, she decided to leave, but there was a major obstacle preventing her from doing so. For leaving work, you have to, you should be asking a letter from your head of the department. I went to him and I said that I want to quit my job at this point. I was six months in and it was a really terrible situation for me. And then he asked me that I cannot, um, you know, give you any paper for leaving this job. Of course, you have to go to the, uh, the head of the institution and get it signed from him. And I knew at that point he's not going to get it signed from me because he wanted to make me suffer more. So she grounded out, worked hard, 
kept going, and then finally asked to leave. I completed my one year of program um, in a very terrible state. And then I went back to him and I said that, okay, my one year is being done and I want to apply to another program. So can you please sign this paper for me? And he said that, uh, okay, but you have to prove that you have completed one year over here. He was already bringing up a hoop for her to jump through, a reason to block her from leaving. And unfortunately for Eamon, something had gone very wrong. To my horror, when the district came, and the system was not computerized, it was manual, you have to sign on the register by your hand. Half of my attendance was missing. It was like, there was no way. Eamon knew she'd worked and even had proof, but he threw that back in her face. And I said I had proof. I, I had people who would say that I came and when I said, I told him like, I did game, I don't know where the tennis is gone. He was like, do you think we are lying? So you are saying us that we are lying is cute? With a toxic manager destroying her mental health in her current workplace, but no way to leave and continue working in the industry, she came to an upsetting realisation. And I realised if I'm going to leave my job like this, I might not be able to have the certification that I have worked for so many years. And I might not be able to land a proper job because I wouldn't have the the time period that I have to complete to go into that job. Regardless of everything else, Eamon made a decision. But at that time I said that, no, I cannot take it anymore and I'm going to leave it because if I'm not going to leave it at that point, I was becoming so much suicidal that I, I might have lose myself or lose, um, yeah, lose myself to suicide if I wouldn't have left that place. She left without the certification she needed and unfortunately her fears were proven valid. It was 2015 and that was in May. Um, after I left, of course, wherever I was going, they were always asking me that, have you completed the step that when the next step? And I would say, no, I did I have not. And um, even though there were hospitals uh, that they would take me privately, but they were not paying me enough or they were not paying me at all because I have no certification to prove myself. Other time, they wouldn't take me at all that you did not have the appropriate certification to start at live level. The only option that I did had to start my life all over again, to leave my profession completely and to offer something else. So she tried other industries. So I felt so lost. I did not know what to do. I went into teaching. I got an international offer to teach English abroad in Turkey. I opted for that offer. I went away. I taught there for one year. And then I did not like it. Then I went into hospital management. I started working there. I started working there for two years, but then I realized this is not something that I could continue. And now it's 2021. After almost six years of trying, it would be easy to feel defeated. But just recently, Eamon has received some positive news. The last week, I finally got accepted into another program and um, they are accepting me if I complete one year of program that I left. So they might be giving me the certification. So yeah, it's good to ride in then, but these six years have been really harsh on me, escaping from one job to another. As for her former head of department, Eamon hasn't wanted to hear a thing about him. I've not been in touch. Yeah, I, I didn't want to be in touch. I blocked him from everywhere. 
We often say if it's toxic, get out. Your mental health is worth more than anything else. And in Eamon's case, she has admitted things could have gotten very bad if she'd chosen to stay. But as her case shows, things won't necessarily be a cakewalk if you leave either. It can be hard and difficult, but the nightmare will no longer be there. And one day, maybe years later, you can dream again. If you appreciated Eamon's story, feel free to rate or review the podcast. Or if you have a story you'd like to share, you can send me a message at samblacker.com. I'll be back in two weeks with another episode. Until then, good luck at work. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.